There are 53 mitzvahs contained in this week's parsha. One of the mitzvahs concerns the widow and the orphan. The Pasik says, You shall not oppress the widow and the orphan. And Rashi explains that these types of people are very easy to cause grief. They have no one to advocate or to fight for them. So we have to be extra vigilant and be extremely compassionate towards them. I would like to share with you a very interesting Gemara, Masech the Shabbos, concerning a certain widow. The Gemara relates a story. Rabbi Yehuda was sitting before his Rabbi Shmuel when this woman comes running into the Beis Medrash and she's crying and screaming about an injustice that had been committed against her. And Shmuel ignored her. And Rabbi Yehuda turns to his Rabbi Shmuel and he says, Does the Rabbi not agree with the Pasuk and Mishle that says that whoever disregards the cry of the poor will cry and not be heard? And Shmuel offers a very cryptic response. I'm not in charge here. I can't adjudicate this matter. This is out of my control. Mar Ukva, who is the Rosh Bezdin, this is his domain. He will suffer the consequences. Atkan Divre HaGamara. Basically, the Gemara leaves us hanging. We don't know from this minor exchange whether a Yehuda was right in suggesting to his Rebbe that he should have paid more attention to this woman or whether Shmuel's response was appropriate. However, there's a Gemara Masechtas Bava Basra that gives us the rest of the story. The Gemara over there relates a fascinating story. The son of Rabbi Yeshua suddenly became ill and he quickly lost consciousness and slipped into a coma. And his soul went up to heaven. He had an out-of-body experience. After a short while, he miraculously regained consciousness and came back to life. His father, Rabbi Yeshua, who witnessed this whole event, asks him, When you left us and went up to heaven, my chazes, what did you see up there? Give us a little insight. And he tells his father, I saw an inverted world. Those above, those who we consider important and prestigious in this world, were lamata, were insignificant over there. They were placed all the way in the back. Those who are insignificant in this world, in the Oilam Ha'emes, they were given much honor and respect. And his father tells them, you're mistaken. Oilam Reisi. A clear world you saw. You saw the ultimate truth. And Toysfus asks, when Rabbi Shua's son said that he saw an upside-down world, who was he referring to? He must have recognized two people that had switched places from where they were positioned in this world in order for him to make this claim. Says Toysfus, we have a tradition that he was referring to none other than Shmuel and his student Rabbi Yehuda. However, now, Rabbi Yehuda was sitting in the front, in the Rabbi position, and Shmuel was sitting subservient to Rabbi Yehuda, in the student position. Why did they switch places? Because Rabbi Yehuda was correct in admonishing his Rabbi in the incident of the woman that came in crying and asking for help. Therefore, in the Oilam Moemes, Shmuel and Rabbi Yehuda switched places. Shmuel became the Talmud, and Rabbi Yehuda became the Rabbi. And that's why he concluded, Oilam Hafach Ruizi. But there's an obvious question here. After all, Shmuel was his Rebbe for many years. He was the one who taught Rabbi Yehuda all of his Torah. So how can we disregard all the years he invested in his Talmud and now make him submissive to his student? So I once heard an incredible answer. The reason they now switch places is because of that one lesson that Rabbi Yehuda taught Shmuel, namely that he should have been more considerate of that woman.
And in the Oil of Ma'amas, that lesson was so important that it outweighed all of the Torah that Shmuel taught Rabbi Yehuda in this world. Truly incredible. This story is teaching us how careful we must be with widows, with orphans, and with aggrieved parties, with people who are hurting. We have to be extra sensitive to their plight. There's a story told about a young newlywed. He was very careful to perform each mitzvah according to the most stringent opinion. Shortly before Sukkot, his new wife requested that they spend Yontav with her elderly mother. Her husband agreed, and on Erev Sukkot, they traveled to her mother's home in Bnei Barak, arriving just a few hours before this man. As they began to unpack and get settled, he went out to inspect the sukkah, and he noticed that the sukkah that was constructed for his mother-in-law didn't conform to a certain chumr required by the Chazon Ish. Because time was short, he realized that he didn't have sufficient time to correct the sukkah to meet his strict standards, nor did he have time to return back to his home in Yerushalayim. So the husband decided that he had no choice but to eat his meals and sleep in the sukkah of one of her neighbors. Meanwhile, his new wife and mother-in-law were left to eat all of the yont of meals alone. A prominent Rav who heard about this incident remarked, How foolish of this young man! He kept the rabbinical stringencies of the Chazayin Ish while violating the loises in the Torah against causing pain to a widow. It's wonderful to do mitzvahs with the greatest tadurim and adhere to all the chumras, but not at the expense of hurting your spouse or an elderly widow. The Chazan Ish himself, who was famous for all his stringencies, understood this very well. He once said, As we know, when Mashiach comes, there will be a big su'uda. And for the main dish, there will be a choice, meat or fish, meat from the Sharabar or fish from the Leviathan. As the Chazayin Ish, why Leviathan? What's wrong with the Shorabar? A nice big 32 ounce rib steak from the grill? Says the Chazayin Ish, even then there will be people who will say, we are from, we have a Chumrah, we don't eat meat. What do you mean you don't eat meat? It's Hashem Shechita, it's his meat. Nah, I'll pass. Give me the fish. Misguided from Kite. They once asked Rabbi Shrael Salanta, what is the most important hider when baking matzahs for Pesach? And he said, not to scream at the almanas who are doing the baking. He truly understood the mandate of And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.